All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of ARWP, the All Real Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Eric Novak, and today we have a special guest. He is Future, the owner and founder of Future Legends Clothing Line. Yes, that Future Legends Clothing Line. The ones that Bobby Lashley, Moose, Austin Theory, Casey Navarro, and so many more wrestlers are a part of, including your own Eric Novak, host of ARWP. I'm doing a special giveaway with them this week, starting today all the way till Monday for their classic Future Legends tee. You guys, don't, the way you can get this shirt is by entering the giveaway by basically tagging me, Future Legends, five of your friends, and making a story. And we will repost your story and we'll pick a winner at the end of the week. And I'll see you guys at the end of the video. Special guest. He is the owner of Future Legends Clothing Line. He is Future. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for having me today. Of course, it is an honor. Let's start with how did this all come to be? Was this a drawing? Was this a memory in the dream? Where did you get to where you got here now? Um, I started my first brand, which was the Underground Clown. We used to call it the UGC back in 06, 07 to honor a good friend of mine who was murdered. Um, and uh, the one T-shirt, the Future Legend T-shirt, fell under that that uh, that brand, the Underground Clown label. And um, it was just a simple distress font T-shirt, like you're breaking through, you know. And it just it it took it took flight, you know. And I, I saw several years later as the other brand was homage to Brooklyn T-shirts, and it had a shelf life. There wouldn't be uh, longevity for keeping that brand alive. It was like graffiti and Brooklyn shirts. So it, it had a designated, uh, you know, um, clientele, whereas Future Legend could be anybody. So I just saw that brand having more ability to take off and fly. So um, 2012, I did exactly that. I launched it as its own company, and thank God, you know, <laughs> eight years later, nine years later, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still moving. That's amazing. That's what a story. You know, there's so much obstacles that are in the way of just getting to where you want to be. Tell me some some of the obstacles that you had to pass. If it was contracts, if it was, you know, lawsuits or anything, you know, you always have to go through so much. What were some obstacles that hit you along the way? Well, um, the legalities you got to own copyright and trademark and stay on on top of all of that because um bigger company the bigger fish will see opportunity to snatch something up if you don't protect yourself you know legality was um but once you, once you stay on top of that i mean we've sent that already like 17 cease and desist from a lot of big companies we're actually in major litigation with several big companies now for trademark infringement but um the biggest obstacle, like I said, is, is stay on top of your trade, uh, stay on top of your, your name, and always do searches to see if anybody's out there using your name, using your likeness, anything like that that you may be doing to promote yourself or your company. You know, that's the biggest thing. Of course. So tell me, um, how did you manage to get in contact with a lot of wrestlers to wear your own logo on their gear? Because I'm a big gear guy. And the first thing I noticed was when I was in um, 
a New York show, Austin Theory, wore your logo on his tights. And that was huge to me. So tell me how you came up with that idea, because that's something I don't really see much. The only person that really does that is Brock Lesnar, and he promotes like multiple things on his shorts. Um, I got really lucky and blessed. I mean, I started working with UFC and Bellator in the early um, going of my brand, and at one point in Bellator, we had probably half of the roster wearing it in and out of the cage and then training in the, in the dojos in in their their training facilities in the bjj school so um um we got lucky i mean the crossover was with bobby lashley from bellator into impact wrestling and then um guys like eddie edwards and moose and uh they just followed suit as far as theory um theory you know it was in evolve in the indies and all over the place he just took a liking to the company and you know um we're still blessed that Austin's wearing it. I mean, uh, he's moved up the ranks quickly, you know? But, yeah, I mean, we've been super blessed. That's awesome. That's, you know, yeah. When you wrestle, when you have wrestlers in WWE promoting your own logo, that's something, you know, a one in a million shot. And you brought up Bobby Lashley. Was he, you know, the biggest reason that you managed to get into Impact's roster? Like with Eddie, with Moose, was he like the start of it all when it came to Impact? Uh, yeah, you know, Bobby introduced the brand. I mean, he wore it, uh, like, as I said, in Bellator and then the crossover wrestling. And then once the locker room scene that a lot of people liked it and gravitated towards it and what the company stood for. So, yeah, I mean, um, like I said, but uh, as uh, as time grew, grew, you know goes on, you'll see like guys like Moose wears it all over his robes or his knee pads. Flip Gordon uh, wore it for several years on his trunks in um, Ring of Honor. Then you have the younger guys, the Casey Navarros that show love all the time on their gear. Um, gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, Thomas Storm. Um, I could probably go on and on, but yeah, we've been super lucky and blessed. That's awesome. So tell me now, now that you've gotten wrestlers in WWE, AEW, Impact, What's next? What's the next big goal? Um, branching out to other sports. I mean, uh, Jose Reyes, when he played for the Mets, introduced our brand to several Mets players. What's What's the big steps? Because as a company, we always have to be, you know, one step ahead. Is there any new merch coming along? Are you going to cross over with other people? What's the next big plan that you guys are going to go for? We would like to do more indie shows and uh, like with Future Stars of Wrestling out in Vegas, mm -hmm. we have our logo on their ring. So there's a couple like hot up and coming promotions out here in Florida. I'd like to like uh, cross promote. And actually, um, I did our, a joint collaboration show with the guys at uh, Lucha Expo. Kevin and them from Mass Republic. Mm -hmm. So I mean, doing our own shows is something I'd like to get back into in the next. You know, hopefully when this pandemic starts to slow down a little bit, we have a little more freedom to, to move around and get talent in. But that's definitely something I would like to, you know, get my feet in, into the water with, you know. Yeah, that's huge. Lucha Expo was one of the biggest things, especially Master Public. They're doing so much right now. It's awesome that you guys are trying to do a collaboration with them and work with them, especially with FSW. Talents like Chris Bay, who's all over Impact right now, being a number one star. Him, you know, coming from that place and so much more talent that are growing in FSW. That's amazing that you guys are getting your logo, getting your face, getting your name all over those big major 
for all programming and promotions. It's awesome. So yeah, as we were talking about it, you know, you talked about wanting to work with FSW. You know, you already have your logo in the middle of the ring. You already did uh, the Lucha Expo with Master Public. So that's a lot of really big things that you guys are getting your hands on, which is amazing. And, you know, you guys started doing this giveaway. I don't know if it's a weekly thing, but it's awesome because it definitely has more people uh, being more active, promoting your stuff. And just tell me how all these ideas just came to be. Who decided to create the giveaway weekly? Um, I, I took over our Instagram page not too long ago. Um, so I said the best way, people people always love free. So anytime... Anytime they see free, they're on it. So the best way to do it is have people like your stuff, the like, want it, uh, um, and then tag five of their friends and follow you and have their friends hopefully follow. And it starts to spread and catch on. And um, we've been lucky. The last several weeks, we've picked up probably well over 100 followers. And, you know, we're getting a lot of questions, a lot more uh, interaction, a lot more uh, people watching our stories and liking our posts. So it's just got to stay on your grind. And, and you know what? The more you're out there and the more people see that you're actually giving back and you care what they think and you ask them questions, they like this, they like that, you know, they're actually part of it. And most companies don't do that. They don't give back. They just want to take your money and they don't really care. They want to just coast off of their reputation. We want, we actually want, you know, the input from our, our people who support us and our people who buy our stuff. So. Um, so we can better our product. That's awesome. And, you know, you were telling me that you originally had 12K followers and then, you know, Insta screw, screwed you over. You know, there's always issues when it comes to social media and that happened. So now you need to gain up followers again. How can people support? How can people always follow? How can people get the word out? What's the best way to help out? Bring it back to what it was. Um. For us, you know, a, a lot of people knew our brand, know our company um, already. The thing is that they probably didn't know that we got kicked off there because they have a lot of followers and they, they don't honestly miss what we're doing, like, so to speak, because they're not watching to see. So, um, and, you know, it's just about us promoting, um, trying to tag some of the people who were following us before. If we have old pictures in our archives, tag them so they go, oh, wow, I thought I was following them. Then they follow. It starts to spark up again. But um, like I said, everything's work. So uh, as fast as you climb that ladder, you can see how the ladder can be pulled out from under you. So it's a little bit of a humbling experience. We, we don't really know why our Instagram was pulled. We didn't violate policy. Um, we do have a legal issue uh, with a major company for them using our trademark. So we're in uh, court with that. So I can't point fingers, but it's the only logical reason why when we escalated a lawsuit against a really big company for trademark infringement that night, our Instagram was suspended. So, you know, kind of like shots fired there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with Brooklyn though. Cause that's the big lesson. Don't mess with Brooklyn. Cause we're going to come back bigger, stronger, you know, that's a, that's yeah. a big lesson. So tell well, me, well, the, thing, yeah. no, I said the, the thing is mo most of the big companies, they think that the smaller companies are going to be afraid, put our tails between our legs and be like, okay, you know, we're not going to proceed. Um, Got the wrong guy. Not built like that. It's not going to go down like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I respect that. So let's talk more about you. You're a very interesting guy. 
have you been a wrestling fan your whole life? Was this something that you followed? Or was it boxing that got you doing what you did? And then when Bobby Lashley went to wrestling, that's when you started following wrestling. No, I've, I've always watched wrestling as a kid, but it's like everything else. When you're a young kid, you watch wrestling, you grow up watching, well, I did anyway, uh, Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Snooker and Roddy Piper, and then uh, Saturday morning cartoons, they had the WWF cartoon, so you grew up watching it, and as you get older and you're a teenager and you start to see girls in cars, you kind of get out of wrestling for a little bit. And then, you know, once uh, life settles down and you're working, you marry kids, this, that, they get into it, so you always find your way back to it, but yeah, I've always been a wrestling fan, boxing, I've watched, um, of course, UFC, Bellator, Mixed Martial Arts, so I, I've been a fan since I'm a kid, I mean, I, I fell out of the loop for a little bit, um, we I all missed, do. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I miss like when Ring of Honor and, you know, that, but, uh, you know, Impact and all that good stuff, so now, now it's really a good time to be a wrestling fan, because you have so many different companies you can watch, you got, you know, the WWE, you got NXT, you got AEW, you got Impact Wrestling, you got Ring of Honor, you got, gosh, all the indie shows now. We were at Atomic yesterday there on Fight Network. Alex put on a tremendous show yesterday. So, I mean, um, you got so many different outlets to watch it and so many, like I said, indie shows all over the place. So, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's amazing. Tell me, you know, what your favorite company, well, not trying to be biased, what's just a company that you enjoy a lot that, you know, they're giving entertainment week after week after week and you're just enjoying it enjoying the product uh wwe is always good um but i personally i love AEW and what they're doing because they're taking the indie stars and they're giving them a platform to work and for you know the, the casual wrestling fan who's not really in the scene and going to the shows mm-hmm. to see that talent so that i love what they're doing with that i mean that's amazing and how they're bringing nwa people in like uh you know thunder rosa and different talents like that so people who aren't fortunate enough to see those people who put in hard work um to actually see them and they get a little shine time so i like what they're doing a lot and of course um, i like what impact's doing um i like the new the new uh the new moves, you know, he's kind of like Ric Flair-esque, you know? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there's definitely some good stuff out there. And, you know, um, like I said, WWE you always know is going to... Yeah. Always going to do their thing, but uh, what what the AEW and Impact are doing is pretty exciting now. Well, let's talk about that. You know, I'm interviewing Moose this Wednesday. I know you're supposed to meet up with Moose this weekend. Uh, Alan told me that you're going to meet up with Moose and do microballers. We're going to talk about that because that's really cool. But let's talk about Moose and what he's doing because that's another big thing. I saw your logo on his knee pad and it's also in his actual Moose logo. It's there. Did you create all that? Was that all your ideas or was that something that he was like, oh, put it inside the Moose in the middle of the Moose? Was that his idea or your idea? No, that that was all Moose is doing. Um, but, you know, um, like I said, that Moose is like, Moose is a brother to me. I love Moose, so. He, he can do whatever he wants. He could use my logo. There'll never ever be any kind of legality or whatever on my end to him. But Moose has, you know, Moose is as you, you when you do your interview on Wednesday, you'll see Moose is just <laughs> it's a rare breed, solid dude. Oh well, yeah, well, we're gonna talk about Breakout. future legends. We gotta, we gotta on, on multiple occasions. 
So yeah, so tell me what was your earliest memory in wrestling? Like what is one thing that you remember and that you still think about or talk about? Because everyone has that one memory. It could be your first live event or it could be the first time you watch on TV. But what's one thing that you always look back at? Gosh, going back as a kid, of course, like I remember the Iron Sheet coming out. You know, and at that time, like in the early 80s as a little kid, the United <laughs> States and Iran had all that stuff going on politically, but you're too young of a kid, but WWE made it like where uh, you you uh, had strong dislike for him because the country was so patriotic. So <laughs> they, they did well well with that, with Sergeant Slaughter and uh, and uh, Iron Sheik and, of course, uh, Nikolai Volkov. It was, you know, I always remember that. That sticks out. And when Roddy Piper hit uh, Jimmy Snooker with a coconut, <laughs> on Piper's pit. Yeah, those are just like they'll they'll never be erased from your from your brain. Of course. Something I want to talk about, you know, because you did tell me, you know, you came from Brooklyn and stuff like that. You know, the big event is a big well it's exactly what I just said, it's, it's a big event of wrestling in New York. It's always by the LaGuardia Plaza. Have you ever had any interest to go in there? Because there's always a whole bunch of talent, a whole bunch of wrestlers that are just doing signing, stuff like that for for mostly free, all you do is get in for twenty bucks admission. Everything else is, you know, your way. Have you ever decided to do anything like that? Go to conventions, talk to wrestlers, and get more connections, more ideas. Uh, we did big event. I think back in seventeen, we had the private room off to the, I believe the right of the bar. We had uh, DX there, Billy Gunn and, and Road Dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, X-Pac was outside. So it was like you, you come meet X-Pac and then step into the private room and have the, the New Age Outlaws. I had no idea that you guys that. did that. I was there for that yeah. one. That was when Shawn Michaels was upstairs, right? Shawn Michaels was upstairs. Yes. I was yes. there. I had no idea you guys were doing that. I had no idea. Wow. Small, small world. It's really that funny. But yeah, so now with the with the whole pandemic hitting, a lot of things have been, you know, shut down. So it's not easy to do private signings or even, you know, regular fan signings. But again, you guys had a lot of um, favoritism shown by a lot of wrestlers through a lot of promotions. So your name is still out there. Everything is, you know, still going. And you have people like Matt Taven, TJP, who also wear your merch. How did, how did that all come to be? When did you guys talk to Matt Taven from Ring of Honor or TJP? From, I believe WWE at the time. Well, well, Matt Taven, um, he's good friends with a good friend of mine, George Carroll, who works with MLW, and uh, George does a lot of the shows with me. Gives me a hand because it, it's it's a lot of work to do okay. signings. Um, so George actually is from the New England area. He's good friends with with Matt, and we did WrestleCade. I believe it was. Gosh, it might have been like. 18 or something down in North Carolina and Taven was with us there for a signing. But uh, I just had the honor to speak at Jay Lethal's school about a week ago with uh, Ryan. Well, actually, you, you probably know him as Connor from the Ascension. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, Ryan is just, what an amazing guy. Like, uh, But uh, Matt actually surprised me, Taven. He came down and listened to me speak to the, the students for about an hour and a half. So it's nice awesome. to see Matt. A good dude. That's amazing. Can you tell me what you talked about? So people who didn't get a chance to be at the, you know, uh, dojo, I think it's a dojo, or school or dojo, whatever you want to call it. You know, what did did you talk about? What can the fans take from that? Well, basically, we spoke more uh, about 
branding themselves mm-hmm. and how to build themselves as a brand and how to always be innovative and just not follow what other people are doing, not follow the trend, but be a trend. So basically no a lot intended. of business. No pun intended to Matt Haven. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, like I was telling the students there, most of the people carry merch, T-shirts and stuff. I said, mm-hmm. think outside the box. You know, you don't always have to sell T-shirts. And then, you know, just do other things, like based on your character. Um, one, one character does uh, this guy Cheddar. He, he walks around, he throws cheese at people. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, instead of throwing like real slices of cheese, why not make the cheese like into a sticker and throw the stickers out at least people could use the sticker and it's branding mm-hmm. later on they're gonna see the sticker if someone throws me a slice of Velveeta it's pretty funny at the moment but what am I gonna do it I'm not gonna eat it yeah. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna throw it out you know but that sticker I put on my laptop put it on you know a window of your car if you're a fan of, of that particular athlete in, in their gimmick you know wear a t-shirt listen you know you're gonna wear it wash it a few times most of the guild and church shrink where they fit me today and they fit you know my nephew two weeks later so um i told him just think outside the box you know and more like trying to pump them up to think that they you know a, a lot of this they have they don't have the confidence level so it's also about being confident you know um and if you want people to buy into you you gotta know how to market and sell yourself so that's a great idea. That's amazing. That's all something to take in. That's you know, one I agree one hundred percent. It's definitely amazing. If you're paying money to buy the cheese, might as well just pay money to make the stickers. Then it's better use of it. People actually promote it. You know, I love that idea. Is there anything else? I mean, honestly, people who just weren't unlucky because I feel so unlucky that I wasn't there. That I didn't get a chance to listen to all that. What else did you talk about? What other amazing lessons or ideas that you've you know given out since you know you know a lot in this business? Well, I mean, they all had different ideas and they were just picking my brain about business ideas and, you know, about, um, you name it, just asking me life experience. It doesn't, you know, I've made many mistakes. I I fell many times, but the thing is to keep getting up if you really want something bad enough. So um, it's just about, we spoke about building confidence and, and for them to think um, outside the box. When you're inside the box, it, it's hard to see the big picture. Sometimes you need to step back and look inside the box because you, you get into a situation where because you're you're thinking about the character and, and performing, your ideas become a little stale. Sometimes you need to take a breath, step outside, or listen to other people, take their ideas. Just don't shoot them down because they're different from what your beliefs are. Mm-hmm. you know write them down write notes down i tell them like i could be sleeping at three in the morning i wake up i grab my cell phone and i text myself something or i put in my notepad an idea because i know when i go back to sleep in four hours when i get up <laughs> that idea is gonna be gone already and that one idea might be what put me over on top you know so yeah just just a lot of little things that i picked up over over the years in business that's amazing wow that's one hell of a lesson i honestly wish i was there now i feel like i missed out so much any any person can take that as a idea or lesson to follow. Wow. So you know, since you have been in this business and you have made mistakes, and you say all you're gonna do is keep on getting up and you know keep on getting strong. What is the next big merch that you guys want to go for? Now that you've done shirts, hats, sweat, uh, sweaters, hoodies, everything. What's next? What's gonna keep going? What's the plan? Well, like I said, we have the compression line out now. We're working on a new sweatsuit now as we speak um 
new jacket for the fall. So you, you always, you know, like, like I was telling the students, um, I don't believe like doing big fashion, like mm. winter, spring, summer, fall. That's for the big fashion companies. For the regular people, you need to do a monthly drop. I like to drop stuff monthly because you always stay fresh like that. If somebody's got to wait three or four months for a next collection to come out, you're out of sight, out of mind. So for me, it's always do a monthly drop, always have something new. And then the second I get it, I have select people, like you mentioned before, the Tavins, the TJPs, Mooses, the Theories. So many. As soon as something like so that, they drop, they get shipped right to them. You well, know, yeah, you guys, those are the people that show love. Yeah, no, you guys are, you know, I don't even want to say one step ahead. You guys are just doing the best thing. I've been a fan for so long, you know, like I said, ever since I saw theory wrestling evolved in new york you know queens i believe it was amazing you know it's as people watch the logo and buy the merch it's amazing and it takes it takes a lot to keep going and keep fighting even though media uh t- turns you down other stuff happened you know as long as you guys are still there still still moving still working hard that's all that matters and i think that shows a lot in character and you know when you guys did the first giveaway in my last video, well, I don't know if it's my last video now, but in my last video, I told everyone, I told everyone to get on it, check it out. I got messages and DMs about it, and it just shows how many people who still follow want no more. And it's amazing because I was just like, it's on the story, it's over here, and people still want more. And as you're doing the giveaway, again, people are going to check that out again. People are going to repost, they are going to show on their story, tag friends, and it's going to just make even more people want to follow. Yeah, like, like I think actually one of your fans won the giveaway, actually. One of your, your supporters. It was it's funny. Um, and- yeah, it was my friend uh, Trevor Brooks. He's a huge... So when I first bought my first uh, Future Legends merch, it was the hat. He goes, where'd you get this hat? I show him the website. And he's like, is this Austin Theory's website? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not Austin Theory's website. And it was like a whole 20-minute conversation where we're discussing which, what, what we're going to get next and this. And as he's and as I'm doing the interview, he texts me saying, "Yo, you mentioned them. Go do the go do the giveaway yourself." I'm like, "I'll post the giveaway so my followers can see it and they'll repost it and and do the stories." And yeah, he, he won. And, and I told him, I was like, "Dude, you're lucky. You know, that's just shows that you know the more you the more you work hard, the more you try and put in that extra minute to do the story, follow, tag the friends. It gives you the opportunity. You get the shot. Take the shot." Yeah, you, you, you won't know until you take that shot, you know. But it's funny how uh, we collectively picked him, and it turns out, like, I have another company in New York, and he actually lives, like, within walking distance of us. I says, wow, it's really a small world, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm by, and, and, <laughs> I'm by the boardwalk, the famous, you know, by Coney Island boardwalk, and he's, yeah. you know, on Ocean Parkway. It's, uh, it's again... Such a small world, especially. I, I do remember though, because as you mentioned your old Instagram, I feel like when I when I followed on Instagram, it said Neptune. I feel like the address was there. Was there ever an address in your bio? Yes. When, yes. I knew it. it, was, it, was, it was. I knew it because I remember following, and I'm like Neptune. Wait, wait, is this where you live? And and, and we're just talking, and we like Google it, and and we noticed, and and when I saw. The second one, when I got the message from Alan, and I saw it, I'm like, I don't see that bio. 
And I'm like, something went wrong here. And then you told me in the text what happened. And now, you know, it all, you know, comes back to where it is now, where we're going to do as much as we can to make, you know, future legends back to 12K and grow stronger and get more people and follow, you know? We appreciate that. Of course, of course. So what would you tell a lot of people that are listening right now? A lot of people that want to, to follow a dream, you know, just, just like myself, you know, what would you tell someone to keep going? I just say, never give up. There's always going to be obstacles. We've all hit our own obstacles. What would you tell people at the end of the day to pick up on one lesson and, and listen to this and, and follow it from all the time? The, the thing, the thing about chasing your dream is that most people give up on themselves too soon. Because a lot of people base their dream on making money. You know, as I told the student at, at Jay's uh, school last week, I says, business for me is always I put people ahead of money. When you give back, you do the right thing for people, they're always, always going to send people. Like my other company in the auto business, referral, word of mouth. That's how that company's been around for 25 plus years. So because I, I've never put a profit ahead of the people. Some jobs I'm not going to make money on. I understand that. And I, I'm good with that. You know, maybe I'm not making nothing today, but as long as I'm not losing nothing and things are getting covered and I'm not compromising a repair, um, just because I'm not earning, I won't do that either because my name has to go on that. So the same thing, you know, if you go into things just for the money, I feel like you'll never be blessed. When you mm -hmm. go into the passion and because you want it, like you want to better things, you want to do things. It's not only about making money. Like I donate probably more stuff and more money to charity and actually put my pocket from the t-shirt company at this current moment. But with that being said, I keep going every day because I know sooner or later I'm going to strike a chord where the money's going to come in and I'll be able to do more good with it. So that that's the one thing I tell people. If you're going to go in it just solely to make money, that's when I think that you fail because you're so focused on the money that you have nothing else. You kind of lose the passion. So... And you focus just on the paper and not the passion. So for me, it's always passion first, then paper comes next. I mean, and that's been my motto forever. And it, it just, it works for me. It may not work for some other people, but for me, that's what I would tell people. Focus on your passion first. The money's going to come, but be passionate about everything you do. And if you fall, it's just a learning lesson. It's a bump in the road, you know, you got to get up. I mean, like, you know, going to other things back in 2018, I was partially paralyzed for four and a half months. So I had to learn to walk again. And a funny wrestling story about it is that uh, I was telling this story the other day to the students. Um, I remember like my first steps on the treadmill, even though like I, I couldn't really walk that the left leg was just kind of lagging, mm -hmm. but uh, I had the rehab tech video it. And I sent it to uh, Alberto Del Rio, who's actually a good friend of ours. And uh, he was so happy. Like every day, not every day, but every other day he called to check. I mean, see my status. So, you know, it, it's just like I said, you know, um, I didn't give up then when chips were stacked against me not to walk again. So, you know, it's just it's just that, that mindset, you know, to keep, keep going every day. It's amazing. Truly inspiring. Um, goosebumps, literally. Like, I think a lot of people needed to hear that because it's not easy. It's not, it's, it's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot of downfalls for it to actually look like there's something there. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you definitely know what I mean. Wow, all right. Well, as we are, you know, dying down, tell me how people right now, all my followers, all my listeners, Spotify, iTunes, you know, everything who are listening, 
what can they do? What could we do to keep the brand up, to keep the name going, and just to support? Um, biggest thing is social media. You know, we're on Twitter at One Future Legend, um, Future Legend Clothing on Instagram. Um, just follow it if you want to buy a shirt. You know, futurelegend.com, visit in, in, in uh, buy there. We're always running sales or we'll do free shipping and sales. So you always got to stay on top of that. But like I said, you know, um, it's not only about the money. We're not taking all the money and lining our pockets with it. We're doing good things too, um, giving back to different charities, helping out people in need. Um, and then other things that our brand does is we, we don't really lower our prices on merch just to get rid of it. I actually donate a lot of it to people who are less fortunate and homeless and some people that don't have because um, I feel like it goes a longer way um, than, than selling it at a markdown price. I don't really, thank God, you know, not for, I really don't need the money and I don't need to mark it down and devalue my company. I'd rather give it to people who are in need and they could really use it. Some people that don't have a, a shirt to put on their back, now they can have 10 different shirts to put on their back, you know, so just little things like that that I, I believe separate our brand from a lot of other brands that is so powerful that is amazing we're going to end it right here thank you everyone for watching i'm going to put all the information in the bio below so you can follow any way you can and support if you you know want to buy some sick ass merch it's all there the shirts are amazing hats are unbelievable check it out thank you eric appreciate it all right everyone thank you so much for watching that video i hope you guys enjoyed it I loved talking to Future. He is an amazing businessman with an amazing mindset. And I cannot wait to pick his mind more, getting more information, how I can be better, how AWP could be better. And if you are not, go follow all Future Legends Clothing Brand social media platforms all in the bio below. Go into the documentary, all will be in the bio below. Please go do anything you can to help support Future Legends. And if you're new here, Please give me a like, comment, subscribe, follow me on all my platforms, all in the bio below. And again, like I said, we're doing an awesome Future Legends giveaway with ARWP. It is the classic Future Legends tee. All you have to do is make a story, tag ARWP, tag Future Legends, five of your friends, and you can enter to win this on Monday. I'll see you guys with another video next time. Thank you so much for listening.